things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the August 25th edition of Weekly Signal's Weekly Review, a free-form mash of current events compiled from the world's remaining newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped with moral clarity. From Harper's Magazine at harpers.org, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. It was reported that the CIA used the private military firm. Can you guess what the name well, of the firm is? Let me guess. Let me think about this. Is. Just give me a second here. Does it start with a B and end in an R? Well, I think it starts with an X and ends in an I. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. It's the same thing, though. It's the same Can thing. Can you tell it's me been... what starts with an X, ends with an I, starts it's... with a B, and ends with an R? Wow, this and is a riddle. The same. I don't know. It's, you know what, I think it could be Blackwater. Black Z water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the CIA used that firm to transfer foreign prisoners to secret jails. It's been a busy week for for so Blackwater. Like yeah, they were illegal. yeah they were doubly illegal. They were yeah. Uh, okay. So the CIA was using them to essentially, I assume, capture and transport yeah. people into these black prisons. Yeah. Uh, two former Blackwater employees reportedly claimed Blackwater helped move the prisoners to secret prison camps in Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Uzbekistan. The news follows disclosures at Blackwater, and you said it was a busy week. So, you know, this was the last thing that happened. But before that same week, Blackwater had played a major role in the CIA's drone attacks in Pakistan. So, so that's another revelation. Right. So apparently there are they sort of the spotters. I assume that they're going into this, these areas, uh-huh. checking it out, making sure that these people are targeted or whatever the, the area is targeted. They're a part of it. Yeah. Okay. And remember that assassination program yeah. that, that Dick Cheney was kind of— Run, Running out of his office. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, apparently they were uh, involved in that, too. Very nice. Yeah. So we've got renditions. Renditions. To, torture, to be tortured. Yeah. Okay. We've got them setting up the drone attack, being a part of the drone attack. Which have killed more civilians than they have uh, combatants. Which, by the way, I, I think is a violation of international law. Well, the, you think that. The drone. I think it eventually will become part of the discussion. It isn't yet, but it uh-huh. will be. Especially and, when Mexico sends their drones up to here yeah, to, yeah, to, to clear kill, us out. Yeah, to clear out the, the, the viper's nest of drug dealers that are— Drug users. Drug users as well. That are ruining their country because, obviously, uh-huh. the, the drugs travel that through that. Later. And then the assassination team. Way to go, Blackwater. Way to go, Blackwater. Do you know now that in Afghanistan, uh, the, the number of troops, uh, uh, well, Blackwater isn't, I mean, the, the contractors aren't quite as many in Afghanistan, but there are more contractors in Iraq now than there are American Actually, military. Actually, there's more in Afghanistan, too. Is Both it also Iraq as well? and Afghanistan have more contractors than they have military personnel. Does anyone, re- does, does the American no. people have any idea there are now more paid people yeah. making tens of thousands of dollars a year as contractors? We are not pulling out of this country. We're just making more money being in it. Or not we're making more money, but the contractors are. We're actually losing more money because we're paying contractors more than we would military personnel. By, by exponentially more yeah. than we pay U.S. military. So let's, let's make sure we got this right. There are more paid contractor, Hessians, mercenaries, whatever you want to call them, in, in, in Afghanistan and in Iraq than there are U.S. military. Hessians. Hessians. At least 12 people were killed in a suspected U.S. drone attack in Pakistan. So, well, you know, it's just a nice segue. That off. Yeah. In Afghanistan, U.S. military commanders told the White House they don't have enough troops for their fight against the Taliban. Meanwhile, military contractors in Afghanistan, meanwhile, 
military contractors yeah. in Afghanistan are now far outnumbering U.S. troops, oh. as I said. Yeah. I even have the figures here if you want to go yeah, through it. Yeah, just a quick. 74,000 contractors in Afghanistan, 58,000 troops. In Iraq, 120,000 contractors, 132,000 troops. And you have, you know, you say, well, contractors, they might be real estate salesmen. No, they're contracting out operations with the war, right. which, and troops aren't all holding guns either. It's the same, same situation. Right. Now, and not all, to be on it, to be fair about it, not all the contract, co the contractors also are engaged in the logistics. Yeah. Of, you know, they're the cooks and the, the, the support personnel as well. But there but, are an enormous replacing military yeah, men that's there right. that yeah. did that. And so and and by the way, if you're wondering, we're still spending a billion dollars uh, a week uh -huh. in 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 Iraq. Just uh -huh. in case you guys had forgotten, a billion dollars a week. We call that program Clash for a Clunker. <laughs> uh, Afghans continue to await the results of last week's national elections. They had elections there. Uh, apparently, uh, with uh, Abdullah Abdullah. No, I'm not stuttering. Yeah. The main challenger to Afghan President Hamid Karzai. Yeah. Did he claim victory? Abdullah said that his campaign filed more than 100 complaints of election fraud allegedly committed by Karzai supporters. Well, it, I don't know how widespread that is, but if it does turn out to be systemic, then yeah. they have some real problems. Yeah. 26 people were killed in Election Day violence there. The Taliban threatened to attack those turning out to vote. I think they... Threatened to cut off the fingers that were uh, had the little ink mark on them. Yeah. 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 And Afghan government uh, officials there demanded that local media censor the coverage of the election. All right. of this was going on right. last week. In Iraq, members of the Iraqi security forces were being accused of involvement in last week's coordinated bombings that killed more than 100 people. Uh. Uh, that would be their military. Yeah. Eleven military and police commanders uh, apparently were arrested for the uh, uh, the attack. That, if that again, I'm guessing this is a Shiite Sunni thing. the uh, The current Iraqi government is predominantly of the Shiite sect of of Islam, and uh, the ones on the out, although they are more people in Iraq, are the Sunnis. There's more people in Iraq. I'm sorry, I, I said that wrong. There are more Shiites in Iraq. Never mind. I'm going to stop talking. I think I still. Ha I think I had it right the first time. There are more Sunni. <laughs> there are more Sunnis in Iraq than there are yeah, Shiites. Yeah, but yeah. the Shiites are running the government, and I'm, I'm going to stop there. Sorry that sounds that. good to me. Yeah. The U.S. was seeking to expand its military presence in Iraq, just as the Iraqi government is backing a vote that could force an early U.S. withdrawal. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense to me. No. It's it's transition time. It is transition time, and. And this was as uh, General Ray Ordierno yes, unveiled plans to expand the presence in northern Iraq. So he wants to boost the troop presence in northern Iraq. They're telling us to go out of Iraq. Yeah. We're saying we need more troops in general all over Iraq. Right. They um, want us out by 2011, period, done, yeah. end of deal. And we're saying, well, not so quick. Iran uh, lifted a year-long ban on you. This is Iran now. No, yeah, Iraq. just real quick. Okay. The whole thing with the northern Iraq right now yeah. has to do with oil. Kirkuk yeah. and Mosul, uh, Mosul is where uh, the Kurds, predominantly the northern region of Iraq is Kurdish, uh, are, are, are angling to get control of that oil. The Turks, who are right there, who hate the Kurds, I mean, m much of the ethnic, ethnic violence has to do between the Turks and the Kurds, are struggling also to take control of Mosul and Kirkuk. Or yeah. for just that reason, for the oil. So, and the United States now wants to throw more troops up there. So that should be fun. I, I'm okay. looking forward to that. All right, let's go.
Iran lifted a year-long ban. This is Iran now. Yeah. We're moving We're moving down. Well, we are. We're bit, moving around. A little bit to the left. <laughs> Iran lifted a year-long ban on U.S. inspections at a number of nuclear sites. So they're saying, come on in. Yeah. Take a look at things. Yeah. I don't know how no, much well, I they, trust. The uh, International Atomic Energy Agency has been after them for a long time to be able to inspect this particular uh, reactor site. And they, they're just about to release a report that's going to condemn or at least take to task Iran's cooperation, and at the last minute they said, oh, come on in. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah sure. So it's, this could be a little cat-and-mouse game going on. I want to move to Israel now. Let's go. Okay. The government there came under criticism for a new set of restrictions on movement in the West Bank. Meanwhile, Dr. Yuri Davis, an Israeli professor, became the first Israeli Jew elected to the governing council of the Palestinian movement Fatah. That's a, that's an odd one. Isn't yeah, it? that's the one that kind of I, you know, I mean, in in one sense, it's not big news. In another sense, it's huge news. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about this to you be know, able to one, come. One in. guy getting elected to a governing council in Palestine is not news. Yeah, but the fact that he's an Israeli professor. Yeah, I, I don't know, know. I don't know. I I don't know what that means. It sounds. Now this is the story I'm about to read that that had all the the news news heads chattering. Okay. The Scottish government released a Libyan agent who was jailed for the 1988 bombing of Pan Am Flight 103 over Lockerbie. Mm-hmm. Abdel al-Magrahi was the lone suspect convicted for the attack, which killed 270 people. Scotland ordered his release on compassionate grounds because he had terminal cancer, and President Obama and the U.S. opposed the move. Yeah. I really, I've heard a lot of different things about this. I uh-huh. got cancer. Obviously, he's going to die. I've he's, heard that the, the, the Brits uh, cut a deal. Yeah. With uh, oh, yeah, uh, for oil. Is this true? Regarding what the, you I don't know if it's yeah. true. I mean, this is that is, what you this heard? This is okay, more little scuttlebutt, yeah, yeah. and for Scotland into releasing him, so that uh, that was one of the uh, conditions of the deal. Now, I don't. Again, it's it's been a long time since I've done any reading on what happened at Lockerbie and the the downing, the horrible terrorist attack that resulted in the downing of this plane. Um, but this guy's been claiming innocence. I yeah. don't know. What, I don't... I don't. You don't know? I, I mean, thought you would know. I, you I would think you would I would. You would. Innocent. Yeah, at this point, yeah. you'd think I'd know everything, but I don't know. Huh. So this is one of those where I just... Well, I think it's best to just say this is still a, a story that will unfold as time goes by. I think we don't know everything. We don't know everything. However, if he is guilty, yeah. which he was... Apparently, in a, in a court of law, yeah. proven guilty. Yeah. Yeah. And other than the fact that he says he's innocent, uh, although he's perhaps the only one, including his defenders, that say he is. Yeah. The I I agree with the Obama administration. They're, if you're sentenced yeah. to life in prison, yeah. well, you know, it doesn't mean accept. Yeah. It means life in prison. Yeah. Well, and and I think that's a fair punishment. When you start backing off on that punishment. Then, then it gives more credence to uh, people who want death penalties. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with what which, you. you which I'm against. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <sighs> At least ten European countries agreed to accept prisoners from Guantanamo Bay. Okay, I guess that's good news for the Obama administration. Kind of clear out Guantanamo. Mexico decriminalized small amounts of marijuana, cocaine, and heroin. The new set of laws also uh, set a maximum personal use amount for those drugs, and that also included LSD and methamphetamine. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So okay. LSD, methamphetamine, I'm sure it includes uh, ecstasy and everything. It's just if they're setting personal use amounts for these drugs, and if you have those, if you're detained uh, with those quantities, you no longer face criminal prosecution. Okay. So that's, I think that's a, a sane policy. I do, too. And I'm... We're, I, we're not saying you can run around with a, with a pound of Coke. Right. But if it's for personal use, right. what, they're, what they're really doing is... Uh, not making people who use drugs criminals, mm-hmm. but making people who use drugs a health problem. And they're trying to deal with it that way. Oh. Well, let's see. Now we have Mexico decriminalizing drug use and socialized medicine. What's you wrong know, with you, they have people? A, yeah, I know. They have a national health care uh, program. Yeah. So, yeah. Attorney General Eric Holder opened an investigation into whether CIA interrogators broke the law. The Obama administration complied with a judge's order and released a long-secret CIA report that cataloged allegations of agency prisoner abuse. So you put these things together, and there's a real shakeup now going. They're finally moving on this, and I think that this is good timing. Yeah. I think this was kind of a, a coordinated effort here, It's uh, especially with health care coming out now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they've settled in the administration lo- long enough that they can uh, to make this approach now to go after uh, those who we're, t- we're torturing yeah. people. I hope you're right, and I I do think there is there is some political logic to to what you just said in that regard. That they if they had done this in the first three weeks yeah. of the administration, people might have burst into flames all over America, thinking that this was going to be you know a long protracted re- uh, series of revenge yeah. acts of revenge against the the uh, previous administration. And I, I all right. Well, let's see. Let's the see Obama administration also created a new team of interrogators to question foreign suspects outside of the CIA. It's called the High Value Detainee, Detainee Interrogation Group, or as we like to call it, HIG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It will be operated out of the FBI, or as we like to call it, the FBI, <laughs> and overseen by the National Security Council, of course, which we call the NISC. Okay. NISC. Former Homeland Security Secretary. You remember Tom Ridge, the I guy with the square head? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he claimed that top Bush administration officials pressured him to raise the national terror alert to stay to sway the November two thousand and four elections. So remember the days before the two thousand and four elections yeah, when when we went to uh, vibrant pink in the terror <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah. We did, didn't we? Yeah. And this was well right around the time that the uh, the uh, Obama, I mean the Bin Laden tape came out. Yeah, it was just about a week before the election, which was so transparent. In its yeah. in its attempt to try and sway the election, because Bin Laden wanted the the Bush administration to hang around. Yeah, they wanted him, and it's a good for recruiting to have those guys. That's a uh, huge revelation there. It is a I huge mean, to, revelation to think that they would actually play around with the emotions and and of the country. Yeah, and and the fear factor. Yeah. Just so they could win an election. And this, this is not somebody like you and I saying this. Yeah, which this we, is yeah. Tom Ridge, right. who was uh, you know, a real... Uh, well, he had his hand on the friend, lever friend that, of the that moved that, that, yeah. the, the alert level up <laughs> and down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was up to him to move it where he wanted to. The other, you know, I mean, this, of course. And by the way, uh, I, just a uh, uh, kudos to Keith Olbermann. If you've seen him, you should check it out. It's on YouTube. We can go to uh, Countdown and check it out. He had done this months ago where he had run a, a, about a 10-minute report on 
the coincidence, if you will, yeah. of how many times they moved this uh, threat level up and down in relation to some political uh, episode that was going on in, within their administration. So check it out. Senate Democrats were drawing up plans to pass health care reform legislation by a simple majority instead of the 60 votes needed to overcome a Republican filibuster. The so-called reconciliation yeah. approach. A new study projected insurance premiums for American families will increase 94% over the next 10 years. The Commonwealth Fund said that the current average of over $12,000 is on pace to reach more than 23000 Two influential Democrat lawmakers, or Democratic lawmakers, as the Democrats like to call them, mm-hmm. uh, asked insurance company executives to disclose details of their salaries, retreats, and other financial information. People who were asking, the Democrats who were asking is our, our good friend Henry Waxman yeah. of California yeah. and Bart Stupak. Yeah. It's, a, it's an unfortunate name, I think. Unfortunate, yeah. yes. Well, Waxman isn't exactly a Hall of Fame name either, but, you know. <laughs> it's okay. <Yeah. laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Hank Waxman. Hank it was reported that the Obama, that Obama himself will nominate, not just the Obama administration, but him in wow, particular. He'll a, nominate yeah. uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke to a second term. Second term. William Calley, the only U.S. soldier convicted for the 1968 My, My Lai massacre during the Vietnam War, publicly apologized for the first time, but added that he had been just following orders. Well, did he? He didn't say that. Yeah. Did he really? Well, well he I did. Mean, he, he was just following it. Yeah, 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 okay. Because I remember it was Medina, Cali. Yeah. And by the way, Colin Powell is in the mix. By the way, he was instrumental in covering this thing up until Seymour Hersh uncovered what happened at Mean Lai. Yeah. By the way, for those who don't remember, several hundred Vietnamese civilians were slaughtered by uh, American military in a little village, a little hamlet. Napalmed. Yeah, killed, destroyed, wiped out. Incinerated. Yeah, in, uh, in uh, the Vietnam War. So, <sighs> Mean Lai. Indigenous and environmental groups vowed re- vowed to challenge an Obama administration decision to approve a pipeline carrying oil from the Canadian tar sands to the United States. This is just horrible news, by yeah, the way. We, this read, is... we did the news last yeah, week about we this, this. the 1,000-mile pipeline yeah. from Alberta, Canada to Wisconsin. Uh, but apparently this is going to be challenged by those damn environmentalists. Those damn earth justice, apparently. And indigenous group, yeah. people. Yeah, them indigenous people. Three to five <laughs> times more... Uh, toxic to the environment, uh, gr- greenhouse gas pollution, yeah. than, uh, than your conventional oil. Yeah. Three to five times more. And this is, by the way, this tar, this tar pit or tar, whatever, there is, tar sand, tar hole. Is, is like the Saudi Arabia of tar sand. Uh-huh. There's just an enormous amount of it there. So it's not like they're going to do this in a, in a couple of weeks. It'll be done. This is years and years of this stuff yeah. coming up. It was reported that the Environmental Protection Agency failed to inform residents of four states that a dangerous chemical had been found in their drinking water. Tests show that the weed killer atrazine violated annual federal standards at least 10 times. That would be 10 times more than it should be allowed. That that was in Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Kansas. And that was in the Bush administration, by the way. Those guys. You got some more stuff for me? I just got you. Got, I'm sure you're getting to it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, if you, well, I just real quick. If you liked what they're doing with healthcare, if you like what big business is doing, astroturfing big uh, on, on healthcare, just wait till we get to climate uh, the the climate bills that are on in on online. Yeah, they're going to do the same thing, but I think even in a more well, they're going to they're going to put on the fake town hall type of protests, right. and they'll have the Thelma and Louise or whatever. 
whatever it is. Yeah, the, the ads. The, the, the Louise ads where people well, they, are, they've yeah. already uh, yeah. found them uh, with an internal memo setting up their employees to protest the uh, climate bills. Yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness! Any anything else for me? Uh, real, well, real, well, you know, uh, Ted yeah, Kennedy. No, Ted Kennedy. He's yeah. already asking p- uh, for a, a succession to be put in place for his uh, passing as a senator, which I think is a very brave act. I mean, it's certainly a, on a personal level. Took I'm sure took a, some soul searching to do that. To do what? To say to he's he's saying he's calling on the the state of Massachusetts to put in place, get ready for his succession. Yeah, his passing. As a U.S. senator and as a human being, I think yeah. he's he's doing his essentially. Have you not come to grips with your own mortality? He, he's uh, he is he's putting his own death panel together. Uh huh. So well, no, he isn't. He's not that. Yeah, you know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. Yeah. Any anything else? I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the lack of sunspots. Well, one last thing: the Prince there of Darkness has... passed, which I think is we should we should all we Robert should Robert Novak. Yeah, Robert Novak. Did, were you going to, yeah. Perhaps it had something to do with the lack of sunspots. Well, I hope maybe, it, maybe I, the sunspots will so. reappear now. Robert Novak. we've been having a, a horrible lack of sunspots. Is that right? Is that uh, true? Okay. Well, which, I just, which might be the calm before the storm. This is the concern. Okay, go ahead. You've got something here. I with don't the have sunspots. anything. I'm just No, I'm just I didn't know about this. Off the top of my no, head. the sunspots, because. There's a shortage of sunspots. This suggests that we might be in for a huge increase in sunspots. Oh, kind of and the disruption that that can cause, cause uh, just within our, you know, can imagine, uh, internet system, electronic system, the tubes, the internet tube system, yeah, and the, the tubes, you know, uh, where they, uh, they, the they, tubes, push, they yeah. push that information through huh. the little well, tiny tubes. No, I don't want that to be affected yeah, by the it. sunspots. Can actually jump down inside those tubes wow. and destroy the information. Well, I don't. Just that, that's now that's heroin. This, that's this, is, this is very no. This is one of those things. Yeah, talk here, and I don't because it's going to it's going to affect my cell phone service as well. Wow. Yeah. So well, they ought to, ought to get <laughs> to the right there, right now. So there's an, apparently a, a decrease in, in sunspot activities, yeah. which sometimes hope, indicates before uh, the storm. Yeah, an eruption of, of sunspots. Yeah. Yikes. And finally, drug czar Gil Kurlikowski blamed his blatantly inaccurate statement that marijuana has no medical benefit on his heat-addled brain. <laughs> According to Kurlikowski, he had been hiking in 170-degree <laughs> weather or 107-degree weather, sorry, yeah, in the okay. Sierra Nevadas before making the statement. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.